You're listening to Fly By Night, a podcast by FedEx Pilots for FedEx Pilots. Brought to you by the FedEx Master Executive Council of the Airline Pilots Association. And now, here's your host, MEC Communications Chair, Captain Chris Lee. My guests today are RI Committee Chair, Captain Kevin Biggins, and RI Committee members, Captain Toby Klein and First Officer James Olson. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us, Chris. Yeah, it's great to be here. Happy to be here. In today's podcast, we're going to discuss the market-based cash balance plans at other airlines, such as the plans at Delta, United, Southwest, and American. Kevin, let's start with you. What can you tell the pilots about these plans? Yeah, so we're discussing this today due to the industry rapidly moving in the direction of market-based cash balance plans, or MBCBPs. And it has been represented by recent contracts and TAs, uh, most recently the Southwest Airlines AIP that came out late in 2023. As we said before, our pilots will be surveyed on their preferences for improving our current retirement as we continue negotiations. The passenger airlines, specifically the big four out there, they've made great strides in their retirement plans. And by increasing their employers' contributions, uh, such as using cash over cap and or spillover into defined benefit plans, such as a MBCBP, so we believe it's important for our pilots to at least have a high-level understanding of the benefits available to pilots in the industry. James, talk to the pilots some about what a market-based cash balance plan actually is. Sure, Chris. I'll start by explaining uh, how it operates. And if you haven't already, I'll highly encourage you to go back and listen to the RNI Podcast 2, uh, where we discuss the TA1 market-based cash balance plan. Uh, that will have a more detailed explanation. But Briefly, a MBCBP is a qualified defined benefit plan. So the contributions and investment returns are protected from creditors in the event of a company bankruptcy. The funds can be rolled over into an IRA or another qualified plan when you retire. Also, all the contributions into the MBCBP are a defined benefit. So you can never end up with less than what was contributed over the length of your career. Because of this, it must be professionally managed in a trust i.e. pilots will not have control over those investments. And uh, an in-service distribution is allowed at age 59 and a half. And they are, uh, the MBCBPs are typically invested conservatively to ensure capital preservation along with capital appreciation. Well, Toby, talk to the pilots some about cash over cap and spillover. Uh, the cash over the cap provision makes sure that all income that exceeds the IRS limits still receives non-elective contributions from the company. Now, however, as the name implies, any contributions that exceed the IRS limits come to the pilot as taxable income. Now, spillover, or spill cash, is similar, except now, instead of coming to the pilot as taxable income, that cash is then spilled into a tax-deferred plan. And Toby, what do you mean by IRS limits? Yeah, the two IRS limits that we're referring to here today are the 401A17 limit, which is the compensation limit, and the 415C limit, which is the contribution limit. In 2024, the compensation limit is $345,000. So once your income hits this limit, if you don't have cash or other cap spill into your DC plan, the company's non-elective contributions will stop when you've earned $345,000. I'm sure some of our wide-body captains have experienced this late in the year when the company non-elective ceases. The IRS contribution limit is $69,000. Now, once the total contribution in your 401k reaches this amount, again, any non-elective contributions from the company cease. And how does the cash over cap or spillover apply to those IRS limits? With cash over cap in either scenario, the pilot continues to receive company contributions the entire year. 
regardless of income level or the total amount of contributions. Any amount over these IRS limits would be paid to the pilot as cash, which is obviously taxable income. And there are ways to receive the money other than as cash, and this is referred to as the spillover provision. And with a spillover provision, again, in those scenarios, any non-elective contribution over the IRS limits uh, would be deposited into a separate plan, such as a market-based cash balance plan. And here at FedEx, pilots already do have one kind of spillover provision, correct? Yeah, that's correct. So we do have one spillover provision. Uh, it's important to note this provision is different than other airlines. Um, our spillover provision is used to capture any unused sick that you may otherwise lose. Um, it's located in Section 14E of our CBA, in case you want to look it up. Uh, but here's how it works. Uh, every year, a pilot accrues 72 hours that, if unused, goes into their DSA. Once their DSA balance reaches 686 hours, contractually speaking, there is no more room for any additional hours. So any of those hours left over would then go into their PRSP up to the 415C contribution limit, which is, again, $69,000 this year, 2024. If their PRSP reaches that amount, those excess hours would then be paid to the pilot through payroll as pensionable earnings in late January. And James, can you talk to the pilot some about the market-based cash balance plan at Delta? Sure, Chris. As of the new year, they currently receive 17% non-elective contributions into their 401k. This will increase to 18% in 2026 on all eligible earnings. And do their eligible earnings include profit sharing? Yes, it does. So keep in mind their profit sharing is considered taxable income, but it is eligible for non-elective contributions. So for example, if a pilot received $30,000 in profit sharing, 17% of that uh, would be $5,100 that would go into their 401k. Yeah, and also um, another important note here, the pilots hired prior to June 1 of 2023 over at Delta, they had a one-time choice in which they could elect out of their MBCBP and continue receiving their cash over cap. Yes, and uh, any pilot hired after June 1st, 2023 must participate in the MBCBP. And lastly, Delta is the fiduciary of the market-based cash balance plan, contrary to popular opinion. And it's responsible for the investment of the plan and the investment allocated to 40% stocks and 60% bonds. Can you give the pilots an example of how this would play out today? Sure. So let's say a pilot makes $250,000, including any profit-sharing payments. 17% of that is $42,500. That would be contributed by the company to the pilot's retirement plan. In this case, because their income is below the IRS compensation limit of $345,000, in 2024, all that money would be contributed to the pilot's 401k, assuming the pilot deferred less than 10% of their income. All right, now let's say the pilot made $500,000, again, including any profit sharing payments. 17% of that is $85,000. Now, in this case, the pilot's compensation exceeds the compensation limit of $345,000. Therefore, they would receive the excess amount into their market-based cash balance plan. Additionally, contributions to the 401k plan over the 415c limit of $69,000 in 2024 would then spill over to the market-based cash balance plan. And is there anything else you want the pilots to know about Delta's plan? The plan started in October of 2023, and as of today, it's still awaiting IRS approval. Of note, it is normal for plans to begin before they receive an IRS determination letter, but the MBCBP spill capture method is new to the retirement world, and it differs from the previously established direct funding method that has been in use. However, 
their consultants are confident the plan will be approved in the future. Kevin, let's pivot away from Delta now. Can you talk about the market-based cash balance plan at United? Yeah, sure. So similar to what Delta has, their MBCBP is a secondary plan to their 401k. Uh, It's funded through spillover from contributions exceeding the compensation and contribution limits. Also similar to Delta, United provides a 70% contribution as of the first of this year and also increases to 18% in 2026 on eligible earnings and profit sharing. And prior to their most recent contract, United actually had a spillover provision. Uh, In this case, the funds would spill into a health reimbursement account or HRA. Yeah, that's right, James. And because of this, they are unique in that they are requesting a ruling from the IRS to approve an annual election to select whether their spill goes into their new market-based plan or their established HRA. And they're estimating an effective date of January 2025. Right. And lastly, their asset allocation in their plan is slightly more conservative with an equities target of 30% and bonds 70%. Well, Toby, recently Southwest announced their new AIP. How does their market-based cash balance plan differ from what we've discussed so far? Under the Southwest AIP, they negotiated a 17% DC plan contribution that's effective in 2024, which increases to 18% in 2026. I think the biggest difference here is that they negotiated a direct company contribution of 1%, which increases to 2%, into their new market-based plan. Now, this results in an overall 18 to 20% retirement contribution. This means all pilots will receive contributions into their market-based cash balance plan, even without IRS limit spillover. Yeah, that's right. But pilots will also receive, under their AIP, the 415C contribution limit spillover into their market-based plan. Both their 401k and their market-based plan will have the choice of either cash over the cap or deferral into a non-qualified plan for income over the IRS compensation limit. Ultimately, they will have 20% company contributions uncapped, assuming the AIP becomes an approved agreement. The way they manage their market-based plan is similar to Delta, where they allocate conservatively targeting 40% equities and 60% bonds. Yes, right. Also, Southwest is unique in that they have a profit-sharing plan that is a defined contribution plan. However, their profit-sharing plan does not allow additional contributions to their market-based plan or their 401k plan. Well, thanks for coming. Is there anything else you'd like the pilots to be aware of? Yeah, as we mentioned earlier, all these plans are pending approval by the IRS. In the event any of these market-based plans are not approved, their contracts have provisions protecting the negotiated non-elective contributions. Uh, here at R&I, we'll continue to monitor the landscape concerning these plans and any others that are negotiated at different airlines. Lastly, I'll say thank you for listening. It's important for pilots to have an understanding of all the retirement options available, especially with retirement survey that will be released here soon. So please reach out to us via Dart or email if you have any questions. Well, thanks again for coming. And thanks for listening. If you have any questions, as James mentioned, please go to our website, fdx.alpa.org, and utilize the Dart link. And as always, be safe out there and we'll see you next time.